1: Or as always, visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my webpage, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So when I meet with clients who are close to retirement, they generally fall into two camps when it comes to their retirement savings. Those who are very confident they have enough money saved for their ideal retirement and those who are absolutely terrified they don't have enough savings to see them all the way through retirement. Now during the show today we're going to examine some tips that may help you build a financial strategy that provides enough cash to see you through your retirement. But before we discuss your hard-earned money let me introduce my co-host Tony Shore who I know has plenty of cash in his pocket because he's Always makes me buy lunch. (laughs) Hey, hey, Tony, how are you, buddy? Well,
0: I'm doing great, but uh, you know, I provide the entertainment. You pick up the check. Seems like a win win. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like a win win to me. Well, I'm looking forward to this one. You know, I think a lot of people out there, Albert, who are reasonably close to retirement, Uh, sometimes uh, might second guess their their savings. You know, do I have Mm -hmm. enough? Should I adjust how I'm saving? Or should I drastically increase, you know, how much I'm saving in the last year or two before I retire? Those are questions a lot of people have, I imagine. And they ask you those questions,
1: don't they? They definitely do. In fact, those are all very good and perfectly normal questions uh in fact a cnbc article uh, how to make sure you won't outlive your retirement savings actually provides a lot of good info we can use to uh, frame today's conversation so the article breaks its advice down into two categories before you retire and when you're near your retirement or first entering retirement so the first tip under the before you retire umbrella is to try and save up to 15% of your income every year. Now, that number includes what you and your employer put into your 401k or similar tools. Now, you're probably wondering why 15%. And the answer, according to the article, is that most retirees will need a minimum of 55% of their pre-retirement income to maintain their preferred lifestyle once they're no longer working. So after considering Social Security, a Fidelity study cited in the article determined that 45% of the money necessary for retirement comes from savings. Wow. Well, yeah,
0: I would imagine. So uh, obviously, it's important to understand these things. And and let me play devil's advocate here for a minute, though. I'm sure for a lot of people setting aside 15% of their income each year is going to be either difficult, if not close to impossible, don't you think?
1: Oh, I agree. You're absolutely right, Tony, Uh, uh, especially when you factor in things like a mortgage or rent, uh, food costs, child care and many other expenses that are just part of life. But if 15 percent is too high of a bar, save as much as you can. Something is always better than nothing. And, you know, as you age and, and grow your career, you may be able to slowly increase how much you're saving. And your 401k may be a great way to slowly increase your savings because many plans allow for a yearly increase of one or two percent.
0: Yeah. And let's also not forget that a large percentage of people out there are better off not trying to come up with a savings strategy for retirement on their own. It's better to work with somebody like yourself, an experienced financial services professional who's going to be able to provide the essential insights and advice that you need.
1: Yeah, for sure. In fact, the financial service professional uh, would also be well positioned to help you with, uh, you know, this next piece of advice from the article, which is to thoroughly understand the various tax implications that come with your retirement accounts. You know, as many of our listeners likely know, traditional 401ks and IRAs allow you to contribute pre-tax money today to instead pay taxes when you're retired and making withdrawals. Now, conversely, with Roth 401Ks and IRAs, you contribute money that's already been taxed so that you don't have to pay taxes on that money when you eventually begin taking withdrawals.
0: Sure, let's talk about that a little more. What are some potential advantages to a Roth 401K or a Roth IRA?
1: Well, you know, paying taxes now rather than later may be a useful strategy if you have reason to think you'll be in a higher tax bracket once you retire. But again, it's important to work with the financial service professional when it comes to a Roth, because as with many financial tools, there are potential downsides. For example, you have to keep your money in a Roth for at least five years before you can take penalty free withdrawals. And that means that if you're in your 50s and 60s, a Roth may not be the way to go. Yeah, well,
0: I wouldn't want to try to figure all this out. Uh, on my own, the ins and outs of tax implications. Uh, that's why we've got you to do the math. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you work with other professionals, tax professionals to help your clients make sure they make the right decisions so they can not outlive their money in, in retirement. Yes. Uh, so what's the next tip you have
1: for us? Well, the next tip is making sure you don't outlive your money during retirement is to keep a cl- very close eye how much of your paycheck is finding its way into your 401k now increasingly employers automatically enroll new employees in the company 401k plan at a certain percentage for example if your company standard is three percent that's what will be taken out of your paycheck well that's a great way to get started in your company's 401k particularly in the early days on the job when your head is spinning with new information it's important to not rest on your laurels when it comes to that percentage however first Be certain your contribution rate is enough to trigger your company's match if it offers one. Beyond that, if you need to increase your contribution to meet your adventure retirement goals, reach out to your HR team as soon as possible. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's critical. And uh, you want to make sure uh, that you're doing it right. Once again, do you uh, have maybe, I think now would be a good time to let our listeners know about the offer you have for them.
1: You know, listeners, you can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008. You know, we can discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement.
0: All right. And I think uh, the it's been a good one today, examining ways that you can ensure you won't outlive your money during retirement. And I think a lot a lot of retirements today, commonly last two or three decades, people are living longer. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure you don't run out of money. That's vital. And I think the information you've shared so far is really good. Uh, maybe uh, some of our listeners want to dust off their retirement income strategy. What do you have for us next?
1: Well, the CNBC article, How to Make Sure You Won't Outlive Your Retirement Savings, next urges you to build up your cash reserve as much as possible. Now, while investments and other income-generating tools are important, good old-fashioned cash savings, well, it's a significant part of your retirement. Remember, the potential for unforeseen expenses doesn't vanish once you stop working. Regardless of your age, seek out high yield savings accounts because they often provide a higher interest rate on your balance than you'd get with a traditional savings account. Wow. Okay. Uh,
0: That makes sense. Uh, And I think that's important to note as well. So, you know, it's clear, obviously, that having enough money saved is an important part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. But how do you determine what the right amount is? Maybe we should back up here a bit and talk about that. I think a lot of people struggle with that.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. In fact, your retirement number is determined by your personal needs and goals. Everyone is different. So there is no magic number. It's all about, well, you. Uh, to figure out your number, you'll need to work with you know a financial service professional to determine how much money you'll need during each year of retirement. Factor in things like your mortgage, or rent, health care, groceries, transportation, travel, hobbies, and pets. Uh, once you have a good sense of what your monthly expenses will be, you should begin looking at how much you'll receive from Social Security. And then estimating the likely amount of your monthly benefit is another good reason to work closely well with the financial services professional. And then once yeah. you have a sense of your monthly Social Security payment, you should subtract that amount from your yearly expenses. For example... If you expect your annual expenses to be $45,000 and you estimate you'll receive 20000 from Social Security each year, you're left with a gap of $25,000 that you'll be spending out-of-pocket. So from there, you'll multiply your out-of-pocket costs by 25. The answer to your math equation is the amount of money you should try and save before retirement. So in our example, you take $25,000 and multiply it by 25, giving you a target goal of $625,000 in savings. Wow. Wow. That's really good. <laughs> That's impressive, right? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So if after doing the math, somebody determines they're going to be
1: a little short, well, what should they do? Well, while it may be a bit of a downer for some folks, delaying retirement might be a smart move. Uh, As the article reminds us, for each year you work beyond your full retirement age of 67, Social Security adds a delayed retirement credit of 8% to your monthly benefit. Now, you can continue utilizing the delayed retirement credit until you turn 70. Uh, And then at that point, there's no longer an incentive to continue delaying your Social Security. And don't forget that delaying retirement a bit also gives you a window to beef up your savings. Now let's look at the article second category, which is what to do when you're near retirement or in the early days of your post-work life. The first tip is to use the 4% rule to gain a sense of how much money you can reasonably withdraw every year during retirement. The rule presumes that you'll withdraw 4% of your investments during your first year of retirement.
0: So 4% in the first year, what happens in the subs- the subsequent year?
1: Well, after the first year, you adjust the amount of your withdrawals based on the inflation rate. Now, sticking to this rule may help you to continue enjoying your preferred standard of living throughout retirement. But one important note here, the 4% rule is merely a general estimate that nicely fits many, but not all people. So depending on your personal circumstances, you may have to withdraw more or less. Now, working with a financial services professional is a good way to come up with a strategy a strategy that's tailored for you and your needs.
0: Right, and I think for a lot of people, knowing how much they should be taking in withdrawals every year can be a source of anxiety as well, uh, especially as it relates to not outliving your money. Clearly, working with a financial services professional relieves some of that anxiety, right?
1: Oh, I couldn't agree with you more, Tony. And uh, working with a financial services professional is actually the article's next piece of advice. As we've chatted about in the past, feeling nervous or even maybe even a little scared about your retirement nest egg is perfectly normal. You know, after all, retirement is one of the biggest life changes many people will ever go through. And even if you've built your own financial strategy that you feel good about, a seasoned financial services professional will likely be able to go through it and identify weak spots, areas to be adjusted and, you know, elements you may might have overlooked.
0: Well, yeah, we have to be careful and, and really uh, make sure that we're paying attention here and working with a professional. Uh, I think this is important to me. One of the biggest benefits of working with somebody like yourself is that, You're an advocate, but you're not emotionally attached, meaning uh, you don't have the same emotional attachment to the money the way the person does. So you can Mm -hmm. offer cool, calm advice based on data, the math, the numbers, current information, and all your years of experience, right?
1: that's a great perspective in fact the bottom line here is that your retirement is something you've earned and that means you should enjoy it as fully as possible hobbies travel time with grandkids these are all common retirement goals and they all require money so make sure you take the steps necessary to give yourself the resources you need oh
0: that's great so what do you have for us next
1: Well, let's stick with the theme of ensuring you don't outlive your money during retirement by identifying some of the common warning signs that you may do exactly that. Um, A gold banking rate article, uh, 14 key signs you will run out of money in retirement, nicely identifies many potential red flags. In fact, the first alarm bell you should be keenly aware of is not having a long-term care plan. You know, according to the article, more than half of adults currently turning 65 will eventually need long term care and one in seven will need long term care services that last more than five years now. As of 2019, the average yearly cost of the assisted uh, living facility was nearly $49,000, and a private room in a nursing home is currently running about $102,000. So in my opinion, working with a financial service professional to devise a strategy for long-term care is one of the smartest things you can do. Right. Uh, And that sounds great, obviously. Uh, But don't mind me. I'm
0: just sitting over here contemplating the idea of forking (laughs) over more than $100,000 every year to a nursing home. So that would spin down a nest egg in a hurry.
1: It, It would. In fact, and then you know what the next common sign that you may run out of money during retirement is understand or underestimating how long you'll live. You know, it's no secret that people are living longer. In fact, according to the Social Security Administration, uh, a whopping one in four of today's 65-year-olds will live to at least 90. That means it's imperative to save enough for retirement that could last 30 years or more. Wow. Wow.
0: Well, I think a lot of us would love nothing more than a retirement <laughs> that would last 30
1: years, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> as long as we have time and money to enjoy it, right? That's
1: Of course. Good. Yes. And as with long-term care expenses, not adequately preparing for future healthcare costs is another sign that you may outlive your money. You know, most of my clients understand they'll be paying quite a bit of money for healthcare during retirement. But when I start giving them the numbers, their mouths typically just fall open. You know, the article notes that a 65-year-old couple that retired in 2019 needs in the ballpark of around about $285,000 just to cover their health care needs during retirement. Right. Now, while considering how much money you'll need during retirement, it's important to err on the high side when it comes to health care costs. And don't forget about things like glasses, hearing aids, co-pays, deductibles, and prescriptions. A good game plan for your future health care costs is another good reason to work with a financial services professional.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think inflation has been really dominating the financial news, and everybody's mm. talking about how expensive things have gotten. I'm guessing then not accounting for inflation in your plan during (laughs) retirement is another red flag, right?
1: Right. You are Tony, right. You are, you know, while you're on the job, you might not notice inflation all that much, at least during times of normal inflation increases. But when you're retired, you'll be much more likely to notice price increases at the grocery store and on your utility bill. So though inflation is currently much higher than usual and average inflationary uh increase of about three percent on goods and services is the historic norm according to the article now digging a little deeper that means over two decades a hundred thousand dollar pot will be worth about 60 percent less in terms of buying power so the good news is that your financial services professional will likely be well-versed in accounting for inflation within your financial strategy
0: Sure. And I'm definitely guilty of overlooking inflation, especially when it (laughs) rises at its normal rate. But uh, I Mm -hmm. think no one can ignore it now. And uh, if you step back and think about inflation and put it into the
1: plan, that's a wise move. It is. Now, the next thing is not adequately preparing for the inevitable purchase of big ticket item is another sign of potential trouble. Car repairs, home appliances, these are just some of the things that will keep popping up for years after you've retired. That new set of Michelins doesn't care that you're not working anymore or on a budget. So make sure to ask your financial services professional to help you devise a list of many of the common big ticket items, you know, that retirees face and then account for those potential expenses in your overall strategy. Though you may never need all of the money that you dedicate to big ticket items, if you are eventually confronted with that kind of purchase, you'll be relieved to have that money sitting there waiting.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, the
1: realities of the world don't disappear when a person retires, do they? <laughs> they don't. Now, there are two more big red flags I'd like to address before we wrap today's show. The first is overspending on your grandkids, which is something I've seen often through my career. It's only natural for a grandparent to want to spoil their grandkids, especially uh, when you consider that grandkids are an important source of companionship and entertainment, but you must be prudent. Now, feel free to take your grandkids on trips and adventures. Just make sure you're doing it within the confines of your overall budget. Now, the final warning sign you may outlive your money is not properly considering taxes. The IRS doesn't forget about you when you retire. For example, you owe taxes on withdrawals from traditional 401ks and IRAs. Make sure you have a strategy for taxes that ensure you don't have to overdraw in other places to cover your
0: taxes. Yeah good one. Uh, That's one that a lot of people aren't taking into consideration, and that's why you need to have a solid retirement income plan and uh, incorporate inflation, taxes, healthcare costs. You've covered a lot today. It's been a great show, but we have to go. Is there anything else you want to add before we do?
1: I encourage you all to visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office, 586-752-7008 and discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns.
0: All right. Thanks, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. implementation.